Welcome to Coffee and Closers. I'm Mikhail Abidor, and I want to personally invite you to join me and one of today's top performing sales stars for a cup of coffee and authentic conversation. And our collective goal is that you will walk away with tangible knowledge that you can apply to your sales efforts today. Are you ready? Grab a cup, fill it up, and let's get into another episode of Coffee and Closers. Closers, it's been 30 days since our last get together, but I'm telling you, today's conversation, it's worth the wait. Um, for those of you that I have not met yet, my name is Mikolai Bedore. I'm the host of Coffee and Closers and the Chief Revenue Officer of Closers Media. Um, if you're joining us live, Closers, as you know, please welcome um, any of the new people that you see that you're not familiar with in the chat box, in the Closers community, welcome them, make them feel, uh, feel welcome, make them feel part of the Closers community. Uh, we're all in this together, right? And uh, I know Daniel has a, a harem of fans, so I'm sure there's gonna be some new folks. Welcome everybody who's joined us for the first time. Um, so what does Closers Media do? <clears throat> well, if you're here, you wanna sell better, right? Because we all know that the only way that money hits your bank account is through a sale or a transaction. Sales is a, is a life skill. It's something that we all need to know. So in my opinion, why not be great at it? Um, that's why at Closers, we offer hands-on sales training and coaching led by industry experts to teach you timeless principles and current market plays. Um, how? Well, we have learned um, that a, person, a person's retention rate in classroom theory or videos or audio is about 10 to 20%. It's 75% when they learn something and they do it in real time. And that's why our coaches lead and teach uh, you um, uh, the, our, our, our vetted playbook in real time working your live deals. All right, imagine learning how to sell better next to one of today's top sales experts, like, I don't know, today's guest, Daniel Disney. If you're interested, reach out uh, uh, closersmedia.com. Speaking of today's guest, Daniel Disney, he's about to blow your mind. How do I know this? Because I've talked to him a couple times. We pre-recorded this, so I know this episode's bomb. Um, but let's, let's talk a little bit about Daniel Disney if you're unfamiliar. So today's message is the million dollar LinkedIn message. And today's guest is literally the expert in selling the right way on LinkedIn. If you don't believe me, go ahead and ask LinkedIn. He's been the top, uh, the top uh, sales guru mind, whatever you want to call it on LinkedIn uh, in 2019 and in this year, 2020. He's the creator of the sales of the, of the daily sales. It is the number one social selling blog in planet earth. It's amazing. Um, he coaches the world, the world on how to generate money on LinkedIn. And uh, I mean, himself, he's generated over 25 million doing it. He's about to teach us something amazing. He's the author of The Ultimate Guide to Social Selling. And let's be honest, he knows a hell of a lot more about uh, this than, any, than, than I do or you do. So let's give it up a very warm Coffee and Closers welcome to Daniel Disney. What a warm welcome. I am so excited to be here, Michael. I thank you so much for inviting me and for that lovely, lovely introduction. Let's, uh, let's dig in and cover as much as we can today. I think we already know we can chat for a long time, so we're going to pack as much as we can into this. Um, but I'm really, really pumped. Oh, are you kidding me? Are you kidding me? <laughs> like, this is, this is the honors all mine, man. I, I, you know, like I said, prior is... I was a fan before this, but then getting a chance to kind of get to know you through your socials. Um, yeah, you're a legend, man. I'm, I'm honored to, to have you on the stage. And I know that the, can't see the chat right now, but I know that the uh, chat box is going to be blowing up for you. So uh, thanks for joining us. No, thanks for having me. Let's, let's get going. All right. So with that, you know, uh, our closers know this, but as we talked, you know, at Coffee and Closers, we celebrate the star, right? 
not just the success, but how they got there, the climb. So would you mind, Daniel, just bring us back to you growing up, your story, and when did sales kind of click for you? Yeah, so I mean, I don't talk about my pre-sale story too much, but I'll give you a bit of a, a quick insight. I mean, you know, brought up in a, in a relatively sort of normal family life, but I was a, a real shy, introverted child growing up. And it was actually my first job, which was a sales job, that helped me grow my confidence and you know obviously led me on the path to where i am so my first job at 16 years old uh was selling kitchens and bathrooms for a big <laughs> diy retailer um you know i was young 16 years old designing people's kitchens and bathrooms i was the youngest on the team and you know selling to, to people way way older than i was back then and that sort of paved the way to what became a, a long and very fruitful sales career of which I finished um, coming up to three years ago now at the end of 2017, uh, where I was sales director for a, a UK-based um, technical training company. Uh, I sort of climbed the corporate ladder up until that point. But my background is pure sales. I am cut me open and I am sales inside and out. Uh, same as you. I absolutely love it. I live and breathe it. And that's why I'm excited to talk about all things sales today. Right on, man. Well, you come to the right spot. All right. <laughs> So I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to share something that I don't think a lot of people know. So this episode is the Million Dollar Message. Um, you know, it's based on your book, which you've authored. It's red. It's flashy. Like, look at your shirt, right? It's full of amazing. There it is. You guys pick this up if you don't have it. So, right, you're an international speaker. You get on stage. You get in front of lots of people. But you admitted something to me very interesting. And I think that our audience, the closest community, especially those new to sales, which we really want to welcome and, and, and teach this stuff to, you admitted that you're actually an introvert. And I don't think a lot of people know that. Um, and at Closers, you know, we focus, like I said, on helping those new to sales, lots of introverted clients, uh, you know, like, and, and we talk, we call, we call this a language, right? We call this, it's a science and it's called sales, but being an introvert yourself, what advice can you offer those that are new to sales, maybe introverted like yourself on how to sell confidently? And then we're going to get into the social selling bits. Yeah. So I think a lot of people are surprised when they realize that I'm an introvert. And I think a story I shared with you when we, we spoke the other day that I, I sort of, I really want to bring up, I was um, delivering a, a keynote talk at a, a US company event last, last year. I think it was about September time last year in Detroit. And um, the, the day before, the evening before the event, the, the organizers took us all out to a baseball game. It was my first US baseball game. Honestly, I had the best time ever things I'd seen you know growing up and there must have been about maybe 30 35 different event organizers key managers you know c-level people there now in those environments I'm pretty quiet I quite like observing I like listening I like you know having one-to-one -one conversations I don't feel the need to be the center of attention um you know in the room now the next day obviously I got up and, and did my thing and as you can probably see by my sort of you know personality now I'm very active engaging type person when I'm on stage I'm bouncing around that stage I have energy I have passion uh you know I talk about what I love which is sales anyway one of the um one of the directors came up to me afterwards and said look I had no idea the person sat there in the back of the room at the baseball yesterday was going to be that person on stage and that's the part of me that not many people see they see me on social media they see me on stage they see me in front of a classroom teaching but actually in those sort of you know normal environments i'm quiet i don't like to, to you know be 
noisy for the sake of being noisy. And that's probably my biggest tip for other introverts out there coming into sales where you need to bring out the personality a bit is you don't have to talk all the time and actually talking when it's right to be talking is one of the best skills you can learn in sales. Actually listening and absorbing is obviously kind of the most important thing in sales and talking when you've actually got something valuable to say as an introvert is quite an empowering thing because it takes that pressure away from always feeling like you need to have something to say. You need to be talking because that's what selling is. And it's not. Selling is kind of the opposite. It's listening. It's letting them talk and then bringing something to the table when you have something to bring. I want to unpack that just a sec because I think that's that's I love it. And, and you and I were both in Brandon Bornenson's book, the top 1% or top sales secrets or whatever, both you and I and Gary Vee and all these guys. But, you know, my chapter was listen or sell with your ears. That's literally what. So I, I couldn't agree with you more. Um, but 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 now you and I've been doing this a little while. You know what I mean? So I want to unpack that a little bit. When you say listen, like like people are hearing this in their interview, they're like, oh, man, music to my ears. Now what? Could you tell us a little bit further about some of these questions? How, how, you, how do you guide a conversation? You know, when you're talking to a, a new prospect, how do you guide a conversation? Do you know what? Knowledge is an important part of this. You need to know where you want to get to. You need to know what information is going to help you guide them to a solution, to finding the solution to whatever problem they've got or helping them identify the problem that they may not even know that they have. So again, from an introverted perspective, confidence comes from knowing what you need to talk about. So I used to do this when I was making cold calls before I go in meetings, you know, I would write down those questions. And if I was doing a meeting, I would have them written in front of me. So I would know all the things I'm, I, I need to cover sort of guiding things. I would do research beforehand as much knowledge that I can have beforehand helps me feel more confident in that environment instead of going into it blind and winging it, which a lot of people in sales unfortunately do. So having that knowledge of what you need to say, okay, what information do you need? What's going to help you help them? What questions do you need to ask that's going to get that information? And then the listening part, listening is, is an overused word. Everyone says <laughs> you need to listen more. What does that mean? Because everyone listens. Everyone thinks right. they're listening. Everyone thinks they're the best listener ever. Active listening, real listening is a whole different conversation where you're not thinking of what you're going to say next or working out how much commission you're going to make in your head you're actually solely listening to them and then you go beyond that and you actually show them you're listening by repeating things that they've said asking questions to expand on what they've told you that's what listening is so you need to know what you need to say and what you need to ask to get the answers you need but then you really need to really listen um because so many salespeople talk themselves out of sales they just talk over and answer the questions that they've asked themselves and a whole host of problems so yeah ask the right questions and properly listen oh man i wonder how many ears are buzzing right there because we've all <laughs> we've we've all been there especially when we're just getting started so with that um you know i, I keep you know dangling the carrot about about social and, and so we'll get to that in a second but i had a question for you um just because all this knowledge that you have like all this all this like that, that when that clicked, when there's a time and a point when we learn like the, that we, we take a step and then we fail and we fall and then we take another step, right? I mean, 50, I've been doing this for 15 years. You've been doing this for about the same, right? Um, but you didn't learn overnight. So in the closest community in our, around here, people come to us to get that, that mentorship, that coaching, that advice. Who was a coach in your life? 
um, who is a leader in your life that maybe, you know, they, they, they pulled the cord on that light bulb going off to say, oh, this is how I, this is how I sell. Yeah. So it's, it's a, it's a kind of a sensitive subject, but I, I really do want okay. to talk about it. So my sort of guide, my real mentor in, in sales was my uncle and he worked in sales all his life and, you know, was able to achieve so much stuff in his career. And, you know, I really looked up to him, you know, my parents kind of split up when I was quite young, about eight, nine years old. And he was kind of the key male role model that I had through my sort of childhood. And the funny thing was, I didn't really realize I was working in sales until about I don't know, seven, eight years of working in sales because it didn't feel like selling, not what I thought selling was. I was just helping people and doing a job and working hard. And it was his sort of guidance to a point where it finally clicked. And he, he just sort of said to me, he said, Dan, you are growing to be a very good salesperson. And I looked at him and said, I'm not a salesperson. And he sort of unpacked what sales really was. And that was a real click moment. Now, the reason I say it's sensitive is because unfortunately he passed away um, five years ago now. And I'm sorry to hear that. Yeah, it was, it was, it was tough. It was, it was really tough. And, but I am so grateful for all of the time that I had with him and the guidance. He really helped me again, do selling the right way. It was never selling as I had been brought up to think selling was. He taught me how to really sell. He was as passionate about listening as you and I are. He was as passionate about serving his customers and, and doing best for them. And so, yeah, for, for me, you know, he guided me into sales and then helped me realize what real selling is. That's amazing. Anyone that knows my story, and I, there's no way you would know this, my uncle was also, like Michael Jana was my sales hero. He's, he's the guy, he got me into it. Um, and, uh, he changed my life because at the time I was doing terrible in school. Cause I was talking all the time, go figure. Um, I learned that you don't have to be a good talker to do sales. You have to be a good listener, but anyway, um, at the time and he changed my life. So that's, we share that. That's, that's amazing. Thanks for, thanks for going there. I know that's probably not, you know, the, the place you wanted to, to, to be at 11 AM or whatever time it is right now, um, where you're at, but, um, so let's, you said sales done right. And I could ask a simple question, which would be sales done right is what? But you've kind of, you've kind of touched on it. Social selling is, is your toast, but LinkedIn is your jam, <laughs> right? So you said something interesting, like I learned how to sell right. And, and now you're the LinkedIn expert. Can you bridge the gap? And then let's get really into the weeds on how one would really crush it on LinkedIn in particular. Is that a fair yeah, no, no, I'm excited to get into, into LinkedIn and social selling. So, I mean, I, like I said, I've worked in sales all my life and about, about seven years ago now, I started using LinkedIn. I was in B2B sales, um, selling into the IT tech industry and LinkedIn seven years ago was really starting to earn its place in sales, but obviously a fraction of what it is now. Um, so I started using it and I'm, I'm an introvert. I'm not a social media person pre that point. I had no need or desire to use social media. I had no requirement to, to you know, post stuff all the time and, and share everything I did, what I had for breakfast and stuff like that. I was busy working, busy selling. Um, LinkedIn clicked for me because it was a social media platform that I could work, that I could connect with prospects and customers. I could learn about them. Um, I could learn about sales from all the people sharing great content and I could build relationships. And what I eventually found was there were so many ways I could use it to create opportunities, to build pipeline, to qualify, to generate and close 
sales and the more I used it and it was all trial and error. I've made as many mistakes as successes over the years, but the more I used it, the more I realized its potential and yeah, it just connected with me. And what I've learned over the years is so many companies are barely scratching the surface with it. They're barely using it at all. And so that's why my passion now and what has been for, for the last few years is to try and help companies and salespeople sort of unlock its full potential as a sales tool, not a marketing tool. A lot of LinkedIn trainers out there are marketing focused, which is great. It's a great marketing tool, but I'm a salesperson. I'm a hunter salesperson. I don't want to sit around waiting for inbound leads all the time. I want inbound leads, of course, but I've got to go out there and hunt. I want to create opportunities. I want to start conversations. So when I talk to salespeople and sales teams, I'm trying to tap into that fire inside and get them going out there and using LinkedIn as a sales tool, because that's what the selling part of social selling is. It's using it to sell. Yes, you're going to get inbound stuff, but you want to go out there and create outbound as well. So that's kind of where LinkedIn kind of came into my career and, and what my real passion is now. Wonderful. Um, so many questions that I want to ask, but uh, for the, you know, in light of time uh, restraints and so on. Um, let's talk about, let's let's take that a, a step further, right? Um, so we had Ryan Reisert, uh, prospecting legend, um, one of the, arguably one of the best in the world. Um, and, and so he does what he does. His phone is his weapon, right? LinkedIn is yours. And I don't mean weapon in, in a sense, but that's where he feels that's his pocket. How about your pocket is LinkedIn and you said something about inbound versus outbound. I'm going to ask a, a two for question. One's just a volley because there's a lot of folks on this line that don't know the difference between prospecting and lead gen. Like they just don't know that. So would you help us unpack like prospecting lead gen, meaning inbound, outbound, like you were just discussing. And then, and then the, the second part of that is, could you tell us if, 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 if it was my first day, right, new, launching a company, there was no other tools that existed except for LinkedIn. How could I generate revenue using this tool? So sure. I'll, I'll answer both of those in one answer. I'm going to combine it all together yes. in this, <laughs> this example. So look, inbound and outbound, you know, inbound is an inquiry that comes through huge. Outbound is something you create yourself. So here's, a, here's an example that's going to kind of bring it all together. Let's say <laughs> I write an article on LinkedIn. I write an article that's relevant and valuable to my prospects. So, you know, I tend to sell to sales leaders. So I'm going to write the top 10 sales tips of 2020, something that's going to be beneficial to sales leaders and their sales team. I write that article. I publish it on LinkedIn. Now that's going to do a number of things. First of all, it's going to be a lead generation tool because sales leaders are going to read it. They're going to get to the end. There's going to be an about me section where I'm going to tell them about the great training that I offer their sales teams they're going to then come through and become a lead to me. The percentage that are interested will ping me a message as they do. And they'll say, Dan, great article, really enjoyed it. Great tips. Actually, we're looking to train our sales teams on LinkedIn. Um, could you let me know a bit more about it? Can we jump on a Zoom call uh, and chat about it? Great. I've generated inbound leads. It's a lead generation tool. That article has done that job. But what I'm also going to do is I'm going to start to look at the engagement. And suddenly that article has got 10, 20, 100 likes maybe 25, 30 comments, and I can see all those people. So I'm going to go through, I'm going to qualify, and then I'm going to message the ones that fit my ideal customer profile, my ICP, and I'm going to send them a message. And I'm going to be, hey, Sarah, thanks for clicking like on my article today. I'd love to know um, which tip was your favorite. And Sarah's going to come back saying, oh, thanks for messaging, Dan. Loved your article today. Really, really enjoyed it. We're going to go back and forth. And I'm going to get to the point where I'm able to say, actually, Sarah, I've noticed your sales teams, you're not really very active on LinkedIn. And I'm going to open that conversation. And before you know it, I've created an opportunity and I'm creating outbound opportunities. No different to picking up the phone and phoning a bunch of numbers 
I'm creating outbound opportunities alongside inbound. So that's where the whole social selling comes in. Done right, you do both those things. You've got an inbound lead generation tool and you've got an outbound platform that's creating new opportunities that you might never have had just by doing some of those social activities. Love it, man. Love it. Have you done this before? Answer questions <laughs> about this stuff? I don't know. <laughs> um, so uh, there's a lot of features and functions that, that are on LinkedIn. And um, I want to get to those because I, but before that, there's one feature that, that a lot of people are abusing. And that is sending spammy, crappy, dumpster fire, garbage, selfish messages. I've done that in the past myself. Maybe you have. Um, what would you say to those people? Why are they doing it, first of all? And how can they course correct on doing it the Daniel Disney way, the right way? <laughs> well, one of the things they could do is buy my book because the whole book is written to help salespeople send better messages. And you described it perfectly. Spammy, copy and paste, all about the salesperson, selfish, non-personalized messages that do nothing. And do you know what? There is one reason, Michael, that I think this happens. I call it sales autopilot. It's this weird mode people go into when they do what they think selling is. And you see it when you do that wonderful sell me this pen activity. You can do that to anyone. You say, sell me this pen. And everyone does. They switch onto autopilot. They think they, they're selling. Then they say, okay, uh, this pen is amazing. It's red. It, it's, it's permanent marker. It shoots lasers. It, it prints <laughs> money. It'll make your dreams come true. They start selling all these random features and benefits because that's what they think sales is. That's sales autopilot. And that's what people are doing on LinkedIn. They're sending these spam messages because they think it's going to work i'm going to throw as much stuff at the wall i'm going to send as many of these out as i can copy paste send copy paste send and people will come to me because that's what selling is that's autopilot you need to switch that off we all know if you want to sell this pen i need to get to know you i get to know what pen are you using at the moment what do you use the pen for what do you like about your pen what would you like in a different pen that's what selling is and when it comes to messaging the goal of a message isn't just a blind pitch of product. It's to start a conversation. You want them to reply. You want to talk to them and you want to qualify them. Or otherwise, you're just going to be making a lot of noise and scaring a lot of people away. The damage of a spammy message isn't just they might not reply. It's that they're going to then have that in that mind. That's the type of company that you are. And then any outreach you then try and do to them, they're going to associate it with those spammy messages. Yep. They may even tell others. They may tell their friends, their other decision maker friends. They may sometimes they post about it on LinkedIn to their thousands of followers and they name and shame that the risk is so high. And all it takes is to make a little bit of effort to send the right messages to the right people at the right time. That's what messaging's about. Whew, I got a bit excited there. <laughs> I love it because we're going to break into some messaging now. Um, so let's keep this momentum. But it's funny that you say this because I just want to make a point. Something that we we train and coach on at, at Closers is a thing called pocket prospecting. It's where you take your TAM, your tell, dissect it in your tell, target a kind of list, and then you go deep into their geography, their industry, them as a human being. Like, and you just, and so when you're speaking to them, you, you generally know more about what's going on in their, their state politics than they do, right? You know, what's going on under the hood in their industry because that's, you know, sales begins at a conversation. Uh, Ryan told us that last month, but it's true. I mean, that conversation is all about them and you, you've done the research. Not only is it flattering, but you know, it, it kind of goes two ways. I'm flattered, but I also know that you mean business, right? And I, I know that you can help me because you just told me three things I didn't even know. You know what I mean? Three things I should maybe be concerned about or I should be excited about that I didn't even know. Um, with that, 
we might have to change this name, uh, this is show Gario to uh, uh, maybe the, the, the no, no automation show. We've had Scott Ingram, you, Ryan, I can't tell you the long list of salespeople that, that just get really bothered by that, that, that soulless automation. Um, some people do automation well and some people do it very poorly and I've seen this on LinkedIn, it done poorly. So with that, we talked about messaging, okay? Now, could you walk us through, man, like just, you know, your messaging cadence, like, you know, your outreach one, your outreach two, how you leverage all the little things you leverage. And then when, when do you get on the phone with someone or do you? Yeah, I mean, I'll be honest, I don't use the phone too much. I do use it though. So I'm not anti-phone by any stretch of the imagination, but I'll give you my three-step cadence, which is the most common cadence I use and the one that I see most of the sales teams that I train use. Um, and it's a really simple approach. It's something I think most sales teams will start to embrace over the next two to three years. And it essentially goes connect, engage, message. So you, first of all, you search and find the right people, the right prospects. So you use the search filters, you find the right people and you connect with them. Now, when you connect, you don't send a sales pitch in the connection <laughs> request, which so many people are doing now. I, I wrote this book a year ago when messaging was really bad. Now, connection <laughs> are worse i get so many personalized connection requests that are personalized with spammy sales pitches and oh you've got one goal when you send a connection request you want them to accept that's it don't try and pitch them don't try and make them go to your website some people are sending their calendar links in a connection request <laughs> i saw that I, you posted that recently didn't you yeah. i love i love asking for a favor and then and then another favor like <laughs> Asking for two favors in one, that's that's always great. Sorry, I digress. Baffling, yeah. So anyway, connection request. You want to connect with them. Anyway, that's a whole separate sort of conversation. You connect with them first. That's the goal. You want them to connect. You can what's some what's some resounding, what's some messaging that works for you? Like I, I agree with you, the connecting. I love that. That's what we, you know, but 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 the messaging, man, right? It's like you know, when email cadence and automation used to be the, the thing, right? It was all about the subject line. What's some messaging you use to get me to say, yeah, I'd connect with this guy? You know what? It's the same that the best tip I'll give, I'll give you one sort of template and, and tip in this. It works as well in connection requests as it does in a message. Now, obviously it's unique to a certain percentage, but actually it's a growing percentage and it's your prospects that are active on LinkedIn. And what you do is you reference something within their activity on LinkedIn. You do that in your connection request. You can do that in a message, but it works so well because it shows that you are following them and you've done some research, but you need to do it authentically. You can't just say, um, hey, Mikolai, loved your post, would love to connect. What did you love about the post? Which post <laughs> are you thinking about? Go in deeper, but you can do that in the connection request and it's a great conversation starter in the message, but just go into a level of depth where you're really able to show. If you want to stand out from the 99% of other salespeople out there who are trying to connect and message your prospect, you need to go just that little bit deeper. And I promise you, it's only a tiny amount deeper. Most salespeople aren't even trying. So you just have to do 30 seconds, one minute, two minutes of extra homework to stand out significantly from everyone else on LinkedIn. But just mention their, mention their content. Dan, love that meme you shared last week. That was really hilarious. I've shared it with my sales team. I'd love to connect. Boom, you've complimented my content. That makes me feel good. You've really shown why you liked it. Okay, I'm going to accept you. Then you can message me, Dan, thank you so much for connecting. Really love that pose. Just really want to stress that again. And then you start a conversation with me before you know it, we're talking, you're qualifying. Hey, if it's working, great. Let's take this onto a Zoom. So once you've connected, you've done a bit of engagement. So you've either complimented them or outside of the message, you're engaging in their content. So you're liking their content. You're commenting on their posts because that feels good as well. 
then you get to the point where you message and again you either message about the content or something you've seen through your research that you want to sort of show them why you think you might be able to help them but you make it as much about the whole process is about them when you connect with them you're making it about them not about you not about what you sell but about them their content their activity their engagement you're engaging in their content back that up with a personal brand and share your own content of value doubles your chance then when you send a message again it's all about them that's what sales is it's about them not about you brilliant man brilliant um thank you for sharing that you know i i think what the takeaway for me was the theme is make it about them do some extra just a little extra lifting and customize right um speaking of reaching out someone connects okay they connect and then you message them and you message them and you message them, you know, uh, is there a secret that you have to getting those, those folks to, to connect finally? And when's, when, when's enough? Like when's, when's, when's we've hit a point where it's just too much. So do you know what? It's one of those things you don't just have to stay on LinkedIn. I had a conversation with a sales team um, earlier on in the year where the sales rep was really chuffed. They'd found a prospect. They'd done a bit of engagement. They'd managed to connect. So they're two steps in. They'd sent the message number three and it wasn't a bad message. Um, and this was about a week ago that they'd done these steps and I was there to do some training. So they hadn't even had the training yet and they were already quite active. I said, that's great. That's great. Well done. You're doing great stuff. What happened next? And they said, I'm just waiting for a reply. I was like, sorry, you're, it's been a week. You are waiting <laughs> for a reply. Why haven't you picked up the phone? Why haven't you sent them an email? Why haven't you followed up? If they haven't replied to you yet, they're probably not going to reply to you. And so when it comes to if they're not replying, you just need to use all of the tools. What I love about LinkedIn is it gives you three different ways you can message that work really well together. So I might send a text-based written message to start with. If they don't reply within two or three days, I'm probably gonna send a voice note or a video message. That increases my response rate significantly. I did this just this week, um, just sent a short, quick video message and they got back to me straight away. Um, so the beauty is you can do all of that. If they're not replying to you through that, they might not be massively active on LinkedIn. Some people aren't, it's hard to believe. So then you pick up that phone. Hi, Sarah. Not sure if you got my LinkedIn message or not, but I just wanted to talk to you about X, Y, and Z. Maybe you can, you know, get their email address, send them an email. Maybe you send them a video via email. Maybe you get out a pen and paper and you handwrite them a letter. There are so many ways you can start that conversation. You just have to keep trying. Somewhere, usually, you'll get a response. Love it. So you brought up something that I, I wanted to, you know, LinkedIn when I started, which was many, many years ago, uh, was it's what what the baseline what it was there was no sales nav no video no phone no text like what are there's all these features now not not just to sell but also to promote well you know to educate we'll say we'll call it but promote yourself you educate promote sell like it's you know can you talk kind of talk us through it like how to maximize all these features which ones to maybe focus on you know based on your kind of personality type and which ones to kind of um Eh, not focus on <clears throat> stories. Um, you know, can you share a little bit about uh, the tool set and how to how, how folks can maximize it? Because it's it's a, it's a Swiss Army knife now. There's so many things to, that you can leverage. It really is. Where do we start? New and new features all the time, and this year's seen more features added than any other year because you know the current sort of situation. Um, the area I would suggest salespeople to focus on at the start is their personal brand. That's probably the most untapped 
opportunity gold mine potential that exists on LinkedIn. And it is really easy to do. And you can do it whether you're introverted or extroverted. It's just a different type of brand that you will build. Some people build their brand just by writing text posts. They're not in videos. They're not sharing photos. You know, they're not being out there like, you know, a lot of extrovert people are. They're just sharing their knowledge, their insights, their stories, their successes, their failures, etc. And that works. Other people that might have more of a, uh, an extroverted personality, maybe they're better suited to posting videos or jumping on LinkedIn Live and doing live video interviews with experts and giving value that way. And maybe they use stories and it works for them. Who knows? Um, <laughs> but they do what works for them. You can use LinkedIn any number of ways. The personal brand is about being present, being consistent and giving value, showing up every day or every other day and sharing content that's valuable to your audience, whether you do that as a text post, whether you do it as articles, whether you do it as a photo, a video, a meme, a drawing, whatever form it may be, it's just giving value to your audience. And as a salesperson, as I said at the very start of this, talking about inbound and outbound, done right, that's going to generate you inbound opportunities and it's going to create outbound opportunities as well. So that's really where I see the biggest potential. And when I go into companies now, I would say 80 to 85% of most sales teams have no personal brand and they're doing nothing to build one. That's an insane amount of people missing out on that opportunity. And once you get them going, I mean, that's where growth really sits. And there's a couple of schools of thoughts I'd like to get kind of yours is, you know, let's say I'm one of those folks that I'm not developing my personal brand. Like what's, what's too much you know, too much in a day and what's not enough you feel? Yeah. I mean, when it comes to content, one a day is your optimum amount, anything gotcha. more than that. And it is too much. And LinkedIn have already kind of confirmed it. The algorithm does not work in your favor. If you're posting more than once a day, um, once a day is the sweet spot. If you're new, by the way, because once a day is a lot to someone who's doing nothing. So if you're just starting out and you've not been active on LinkedIn at all, don't stress. You don't have to jump on and suddenly be there at one a day. Start off with one or two a week just start getting comfortable. And before you even do that, start consuming more content. Just spend 15, 20 minutes just reading through your feed, looking for posts that you like, because you will start to embed in your mind what you like, what you think works on LinkedIn, and it's going to help start to sculpt the way that you're going to find your voice. Then just start. Just share that first post. Don't worry about how many likes it gets. Don't worry about how many comments or how many views. Just do it. It's the same uh, the first cold call. You're probably not going to get a meeting on your first cold call. Um, it takes a few. And it's the same with LinkedIn. Just start. And then you'll start to build your confidence. You'll start to get better at it. Before you know it, you'll be at a point where posting once a day is, is not a daunting task. Love this, man. Closers, right? You're hearing this right from the goat. You're hearing this from the goat. By the way, um, quick commercial. I want to, um, we're going to put a link to your book. Um, right here, over here. Could you just real quick? We'll, we'll take a short commercial break, and then I got one more question, and then um, you know we're gonna we're gonna uh, we're gonna have to part for for podcast timing <laughs> and all that. But um, where can like your book? We're gonna put a link to your book. What else? Tell us. This is your commercial. This is your commercial time. Uh, tell us so we can support you because you've been so good to our closers community, not just today, but you know what you've done, um, and we really really appreciate you. So how do we support you? Oh, thank you. I mean, the book's on Amazon paperback and, um, and and Kindle. You can find me on LinkedIn and I'm sharing content, obviously, every day, trying to give as much value and help as many people as I can. Um, you can check out my website, DanielDisney.online. Again, I have tons of articles on there and I tend to host 
regular webinars, training masterclasses, virtual masterclasses, things like that. So for everyone at any different level of their journey, like I say, my passion is helping salespeople, sales teams, and businesses really get the most out of LinkedIn. So you'll find anything you need to know about me on my LinkedIn profile or at my website, and hopefully tons of valuable content that you can also start consuming straight away. Closers, you hear that? Let's support, let's support Daniel. Not that <laughs> he's, he's a living legend, but um, for, for some, for some, he's, he's new to us. Uh, and this is our first in, engagement with, with you. Um, so um, please light him up here in the chat, uh, get out there, connect with him, support him, um, make connections for him. Um, he's, he's, he's one of us now. He's, he's, he's part of the closest community. Um, thank you, Daniel, for everything, man. This, this conversation has been the fastest conversation in, in history. I think I've, I've learned so much and I've had such a, a good time doing it. Um, closers. I think we have Daniel back. What do you guys think? All right. Yep. That's a, that's a yes. <laughs> so we're going to have you back brother for sure. Um, but we've got to cut it so we can get to the Q and a and all the networking stuff that people enjoy it as well. But I have one more question for you. Um, and, and, and with that, actually, before I ask it, guys, we're going to be in the Q and a at the closest community here in a hot minute. There's a link over in the chat for that. So meet us over there. Um, for anything that you guys need closestmedia.com. but, uh, Daniel, I got one question for you. Okay. It's your first day in sales. You're introverted. It's 2020, going to be 2021. You just got handed your quota. <laughs> yeah. And you're, and you're kind of scared, right? You want to make a good impression. You know, it's your, you know, what would you do if that was you, you know, with all the knowledge and all the, all the stuff you've obtained over the years, walk us through what you would do in that situation. Cause that's a lot of our listeners right now. I, I get it. First thing I would do with is I'm going to find the best salesperson in the office, whether it's in the physical office, whether it's in the virtual office in my company, I'm going to find the person who is performing the best right now. Not the person who performed the best last year, not the person who performed the best 10 years ago, who is doing it right, right now. And then I am going to sponge off them. I'm going to ask them tons of questions. I'm going to want to watch them, want to read what they write, listen to what they say, learn what they do. Now, not only am I going to learn from the best in my company, but I'm going to look to learn from the best in the industry. Now, I didn't have this when I started off in sales. I was limited to who was in my physical office. Now I can log into LinkedIn and literally learn from the best in the world. And that's what I'm going to do. I'm going to go out, connect and follow and consume from the best that are out there. And I'm just going to sponge off all of that and start to form what will be my approach and strategy to selling. Look, we got a young closer in the making by the way. We got a closer right here. He he was up he was out there, he heard that message and he's like, <laughs> "You know what? I'm going to get a little I'm going to get closer to to the camera. <laughs> I'm going to I'm going to hear that. That was an amazing message, man. Um you you're an amazing dude. I I, I really I like not to get all gushy, but um, you've been so good to the closest community. Um, I, you know, I, I consider you a, a new friend and we're going to definitely have you back um, with that guys put, put, give Daniel a big virtual closers community round of applause uh, for Daniel Disney. Thank you. It's been a real pleasure. I've absolutely loved this and I would be honored to come back. I think what you guys are doing, the community, you are all amazing people and we all share the passion. We all love sales and we all want to do it right. So look, I have all the time in the world for you guys. Thank you for having me. And yeah, I can't wait to get back in and, and dig even deeper into it. Absolutely, man. Cheers. All right. So what do we think? What'd you learn? Well, if you like that, check out coffeeclosers.com for upcoming episodes, recordings and more. And don't forget to check out our sponsors. Each one has been hand-selected. They're best in class. Until next time, we'll see you at the next Coffee and Closers.
Cheers. Come on, live. Live a life we love. Gotta live. I said live. Live a life we love.